0: Love Talk Radio to mute real quick.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Personally and everything um, I want to show you guys that kind of respect So with that being said, the first question, discussion point to talk about, how do you guys balance the pressure of being a black officer and being a member of the black community?
2: I would have to say that um, it's hard balancing the pressure of being an African-American officer and a member of the uh, African-American community. Um, I hear the community. I understand it. And every day, I mean, I take a deep breath. I do what I was taught. I do the right thing. And I mean, I go home at the end of the day.
3: That's what I can do, especially
2: now in these times. Okay.
3: And for me, I mean, I'm, I can only be the person that I am. So I, I go to work just like everybody else. And, you know, I've been fortunate to be in a community that looks a lot like me my whole career. So i I've had I'd say probably a little bit of a better time with it. Um but it, it's been great I have a I have a good support system, I have a good staff partner and change. You know, it's it's been great. Yeah. So is there a
1: difference like do you got can you guys tell a difference like when you have the badge on and when you have the badge off? Like if y'all was just in regular street clothes and just walking down the street like what do y'all feel as just regular you out of uniform, just regular black person,
2: I feel like a normal person, okay, I mean, with the badge and without the badge, I still wear the same same skin, yeah,
1: yeah, um
2: of course, you know, if something happens when I'm outside this badge, then I would act on it,
0: yeah, but
2: right. I still carry myself, and I am still human, I am regular, you know a regular person, just like everyone else yes, yeah,
0: yeah, um I
2: don't expect to be treated any different just because I do have a badge, right, and right. um, we're all the same.
3: Yeah. I agree with Jamie. Um, of course, inside of uniform, we wear the same thing every day for the most part. Outside the uniform, I'm probably not your, I guess you could say, not dressed as your stereotypical police officer. <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> I, I've got pairs of Jordans, I, I've got snapbacks too, I've got jerseys. You, you already know my, what my football team is. So, yeah, you know, yeah. I, you know. I'm the same person, same person before I started on the department, same person now. That's the only way I can be.
1: Yeah, and and and, and to be honest, um, it's easy. First of all, you you guys have a uh, from what I've been hearing anyway, uh, in the in the chatter, in the community, um, is that you guys are starting to be noticed, um, but in a good way, not in a bad way, um, actually in a good way there's was a the few officers in Anne Arundel County that black officers that have that have been noticed in a good way. Um in fact, uh I was in Still Meadows one time. Uh this was recent. This was Father's Day. Um went down to Still Meadows to uh meet with a couple of the officers and, and talk about an incident that happened down there. Um and immediately the neighborhood pulled me up and was like, "Hey bro, you know, I don't know these other cats, but Homegirl right there with the dread, she real cool. That's a cool police officer and the African guy, he's real cool. And um I actually got a chance to meet him at the uh peaceful protest. I helped uh delegate Mike Rogers, son Jared Rogers do uh-huh. in, in Russet. And um I met him and we talked me and my father talked to him. And you know, I it was one point in my life as an activist um where I was very uh standoffish with police. Um like if you if you look my direction, I automatically thought you was coming at me. Um if you said spoke to me I already assumed that you was trying to set me up for something. Um but as I got to uh honestly, as I got to interact with you guys it's, it's specifically, uh you <laughs> Officer Jamie, Officer Shelby, you Officer Mike. Uh, Officer McGregor um, When I got to Interact with you guys um, It really put my heart at ease And to see your heart for the community um, Actually uh, Put my heart at ease as well Now it's a couple of y'all uh, Y'all uh, people in y'all department I still got my eye on now It's a couple <laughs> of them I'm still like hold up now You know, I know y'all can't comment on it Just let me talk right now You know what I'm saying But <laughs> Yeah, um, Chris, you want to say something to that before I move on?
4: I'm I'm stuck between a rock and a hard
2: place. Go speak your mind. I would like to just hop in and say that, you know, just like you just was talking about the other uh, officer, which is Sergeant McGregor, um, yeah. and how people thought in Still Meadows that oh, she was nice to talk to and stuff. I think that people have to break that. Not that they had in speaking with us because in reality, majority of us are actually cool. Yeah, yeah. What can we talk about? People out there in those communities don't really, they aren't police. They don't know, you know, what police do. They don't know, you know, how my day is going as a police officer or what I'm doing as a job. So, what else is there to talk about besides regular life? Yeah. And that's what people need to see that we can talk about sports, we can talk about video games, we can talk about music, we can talk like regular people.
1: Yeah, right.
2: You know, yeah. Th- that person can work at McDonald's, and I'm not sitting here questioning them, talking about McDonald's or anything. Right. We're having a regular conversation about
0: <laughs> right. life. Right. Right. And that's right. what it's about.
2: Yeah. Forget the badge, forget the uniform. What about you know? How would you see me if I was wearing regular clothes? You would talk to me regularly,
1: right? Right. About life. Right. Right. So why
2: not do that with me with a uniform on?
1: Right. Right. Yeah. So. Mike, did you want to add to that?
3: I mean, I agree wholeheartedly. I get the fact that you know unfortunately, there are apples out there are going to ever disagree with that because unfortunately, we do get put in a bad light yeah. because of those instances. But if you take those instances and you take how many police officers there are nationwide, there are a lot more that do good than the bad apples that show up. But again, I completely understand you know seeing the incident in Minnesota. How so many people are outraged We're outraged as well because that's not what we're about
1: Yeah Talk about that real quick Mike D- Dive into that part that you just said Real briefly The frustration that you that you And Officer Jamie feel As black officers When things like what happened to George Floyd uh, Transpire Like it puts you guys In a bind so to speak and Begin to talk about that A little bit if you can
3: so for me watching the incident, you know, it's, it's definitely not easy to watch, but watching it, I, I just find myself thinking, you know, what's, what, what we say in the Academy when, when we teach the recruits is know what's driving you. What, what, you know, why are you doing what you are doing? Yeah.
0: And I found myself
3: looking at the situation wondering, okay, well, what's driving this officer to do what he's doing. And I, there was no explanation that I could find for it. And, you know, with that being said, it also made me proud of our department with the way that we teach our recruits because I can think of every incident where we've come into contact with somebody where we did have to take them to the ground and detain them that in no way, shape, or form would that happen. So I credit that to our academy staff and our staff partners, who all work together as a team to make sure that we're taking care of the incident as peacefully as possible. Okay, Officer Jamie, anything you want to add to that?
2: Um, I just want to say that the video—I didn't even want to watch the video, but I watched it, and it was frustrating. And if you think that that was okay, then that's not okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
2: that there's not one person or officer that I spoke to that believed that that was okay. Yeah. So it was not okay. It was frustrating. And it, it has torn us to the, to the point where, once again, me and my side partner, Mike, can't even go out and enjoy what we actually are doing, which is community policing because no one wants to interact with us. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And we're at a point where, at this point, we're asking for a chance. Yeah. And we hear you. You know, it's being noted, change don't happen overnight. Yeah. But it that's starts true. with a chance. Yeah. So Yeah. And you guys that's what we want. That
1: and you guys have, have actually put actions to words. I will say that, um, working with again, working with you guys for the audience listening, I have done personal work with both of these officers, serving the community with both of these officers. So they're not just talking a bunch of jobs. I know them personally, on a personal level. I have their numbers. Like, I know them outside of the badge and uniform. Like, they're actually great human beings. And it's the whole reason why I'm, I'm so glad Mike came back. I was pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> I was pissed off when Mike was gone for so long, you know, because he has other obligations. I'm not going to say on the air, but he has other obli- obligations he had to deal with. And um he's been a, he's been very uh uh important in our food drives, our food distributions we do on a weekly basis when we're feeding hundreds upon thousands of people. He's there helping. Officer Jamie's there helping, putting food in the in people's uh cars. They're not just out there directing traffic, they're sweating with us. You know, oftentimes I'm trying to be like, Yo, y'all need some water or something <laughs> no, we good. One time, Jamie was like, yeah, let me go ahead and get that frozen one right here. No, no. Okay. So, question number two, I'm going to dive right into it while I got y'all, because, you know, Zoom be tripping for everyone watching. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how do y'all feel about the racial sensitivity classes um, that they, they're trying to set up for you guys to take?
2: Um, I'd say I feel, though, I feel as though it's a great thing. I mean, it's important to know other people's race, and it's not a bad thing to be educated about it. I think, black, I
1: think black officers don't need to take it, but I, just go ahead. But go ahead. I'm All right.
2: When, well, when you when you know and you have been taught, and you, you move and do things differently. You adjust yourself so that everyone is treated fairly and how they should be. Not to mention, though, there are classes that our recruits take during the academy. Okay. And, I mean, you got males and females that teach those classes. You have okay. those who have different, you know, backgrounds. And I feel as though those classes are diverse and okay. it helps. Okay. Um I I went to college and i learned about a religion or you know, a different race that I had no clue about. So now when I interact with those people that are a different religion than me or race, I know how to respect them and what's disrespectful to them. Yeah. So yeah. I feel as though it does help in a way. Okay. Um and and it's okay to agree to disagree on this. Okay. I
3: agree wholeheartedly with what Jamie said. So um, a lot of people don't come from the same background and, you know, we do the same job, but we might not come from the same background. For example, I'm from a predominantly black area. So, you know, there may be some things I don't know about other people's cultures and things of that sort, but we come together, know, we can do the best, you know, the best way to get everybody together to make sure that we're not, we're putting our best foot forward, make sure we're putting our best foot forward and, Reading, or I'm sorry, interacting with people Yeah, yeah,
1: okay now, I'm going to move to the next Question because all of a sudden Zoom said We got about nine minutes left, what in the world <laughs> okay.
0: This
2: is unbelievable
1: um, Why do y'all feel there's a lack of High ranking black officers in the Anne Arundel County Police Department
2: I'd say years ago we didn't even have Many minorities, you know And, and especially females as well Ooh. And I would say it's the last Because there's not enough of us. We're okay. all afraid, and people out there in the neighborhoods are afraid to change. They're afraid that because they live the lifestyle that they live now, they're afraid to go out here and put a badge on because they think they're going to lose that respect, lose those friends or lose who they were. And yeah. it's not like that. And I feel as though, you know, you beca- you got to become an officer first and then you work your way up into the ranks. I mean, it takes testing, you got interviews, you don't just hop right in and captain all of a sudden. Right. You know, right. it takes time. It, it takes years. It takes studying, it takes hours, it takes trainings, it takes everything. And you know, our department is actively, I mean, there's recruiters out here that's trying to get more of us and minorities on the department. And then, I mean, if we get that, we, we'll all be one.
1: Yeah, yeah. So so you're saying, Officer Jamie, you're saying if we got more black officers that actually came from these communities, um, there'll be a better chance for there to be um, high-ranking black officers in, in our department. Yeah.
2: Absolutely, and, and I years ago, we didn't have many. Now, I'm sure the numbers have went up, but it's not, you know, nowhere near high as, you know, yeah, other minorities. Yeah, However, we, we got to start applying. We have to apply yeah. the pressure. I think we want I, it, we got to go get
1: it. I think out of 700 to 800 police officers, there's 100 black officers in the county. Um, and all I'm saying is uh, if any of y'all uh, want to get up in the ranks, I mean, I, I, have, I can apply pressure.
3: you understand what I'm saying? So I'll say that. That's definitely one way that, or that's definitely the way that I want my career to go. I I will be taking tests, trying to, you know, move through the ranks on the department. And what I will say is, just like Jamie said, is that we have been making an emphasis on it lately. We've had radio commercials. You know, our recruiting office has been doing an amazing job and trying to get those numbers up. But we want to make sure that our community sees themselves within the police department.
0: Yeah. And I and
3: I have to applaud our recruitment and our personnel section um for the job that they've been doing trying to accomplish that. And I also wanna say, um, this was a while ago, but somebody completely blew me away while I was at work. I was on patrol and um an older an older black gentleman came up to me and he said, Man, I, I didn't know there were black officers out here and I was I was almost dumbfounded. I, I you know I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. And I, I just told him, you know, that, that's something we're working on, but you might not always see us in a patrol uniform. Like we're we're spread out, out throughout the department. Like myself and Jamie, we're in the pack unit. We also have SROs that are in the schools that are black. We have different detectives that are black. So we might not be right there on the street as yeah. much, but trust and believe that we are throughout the department.
1: You know, um uh, me me being uh, someone who works for the County. Um, part of my job description is called community conferencing where we go into the schools and we partner with DJS to make sure that these, uh, kids don't get cases. Um, and if someone presses charges, they got to come see me. And if we can't find a solution, then it continues in the court. But if we do find a solution, then they, they drop everything. They don't have no record, no nothing. Um, And some of the SROs that that are in the school uh, Know me um, And I've I've worked with them And and to be honest uh, It's only been two or three that I felt like all right, Y'all just don't want niggas to succeed But I'm just going to keep it moving on a professional basis Um, But it's been I've had a lot of great interactions uh, As well Um, Last question I'm going to ask um before i get into some goofy stuff is uh what do y'all how do y'all feel about the idea of a civilian review board
2: i would have to say that i'm 50/50 with it i mean everyone deserves to be heard okay. uh thoughts and opinions matter even if things aren't done you know things aren't done overnight it takes a while and, but those civilians, you know, should be, should know like our jobs in and out. So they should be right alongs They should do the citizens, police academy, yeah. know the rules and regulations and things like that. So they understand our job first. Not all civilians know our jobs. So it's hard having a civilian board and no one knows exactly the rules and regs of so what's going on. So, so don't, someone, I don't want them to just jump or whoever just jump automatically to
0: yeah, a yeah. penalty
2: or something like that, or think what's wrong is wrong and right is right. But, you know. Know the ins and outs and not just strictly of what they think they know.
1: So would you feel comfortable with someone like me who knows and and has been a part of a type of law enforcement and and all that? How would you feel if someone like myself was a part of that civilian review board?
2: If you know the job and you know the, the ins and outs and you know from our standpoint and from civilian standpoint, why not?
3: Okay, okay. Corporal and movement. I agree. Um, that way you I'm,
2: can't be one-sided.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you're saying you just want an even playing field? Right. Okay. So, okay. That,
2: so you can see the blue side and you can see the civilian side, the citizen side. Yeah. Not just all what the civilians say and forget what the blue says or what the blue says and forget what how civilians say.
1: Yeah. Know yeah. both
2: sides. That way you can play both sides both and not sides. just one side. Now, would
1: you, would you be willing to give some guidance? On, on that aspect, so say if like a civilian was interested in being in the civilian review board, and they was like, you know what, Officer Jamie, I want to do a ride-along with you for this whole week just to get a glimpse of what you do in your job or whatever. Um, how would you respond to that to that person?
2: Well, why not? I would, of course I would give them a ride-along. I mean, that, that's what it's all about. Okay. You can't just stick someone in there and not... They may not know what they're doing. Yeah. I would love for them to see what we do so that they understand why things are handled or done a certain way.
1: Okay. Okay. Officer Mike?
3: I'm so sorry. Is, is, I, it,
1: is it disrespectful to call you officer?
3: No, man. You call I'm me good? whatever you want. Okay. It's, it's fine. Mike, don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, go I completely agree with what Jamie said. Um, okay, I, I haven't done enough research to see where the civilian review boards have what exactly it has done in the communities and the police departments elsewhere. Okay. But I'm, I'm completely open to anything that's going to help the police department and community relationship. Okay. Um, I, she said the ride alongs and I completely agree. I give ride alongs. Well, I used to, when I was on patrol, I used to give ride alongs all the time. You, you know my other obligation. I reach yeah. out to my buddies that I work with there, yeah. and I tell them all the time, hey, come on out and do a ride-along. I've already had three come with me, and, you know, it really opened their eyes up. And, and honestly
1: – Thirty seconds, as right. a,
3: Okay, all right, I'll be real quick. So as a community member, you don't really see as much that goes down, and I think to go on that ride-along and see what exactly we deal with, what exactly happens in your own community – I think it'll be extremely beneficial to build that communication between police departments and the community.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, before Zoom cuts them off, we have less than a minute. I just want to thank say thank you, Officer Jamie, Officer Mike, mm-hmm. uh for coming on to the show. I hope to have you guys on more. I wanna I wanna build a bridge and help conquer uh this blue um versus black uh mentality because um, you two deserve uh, Respect and deserve a chance In the community uh, And I'm saying that to you as an activist Who fights the power Very, very tough um, I have a lot of respect For both for the, both of you um, And Officer Shelby And Officer McGregor as well Thank you for coming on and chewing that show I appreciate you, God bless you um, God bless quick, you too. thanks for having me. We're going to take a quick 2.2 minute break And when we come back was going, me and Christopher Jay is going to have a great discussion. See you soon. Oh, man, y'all was, yeah. I love it. I love <laughs> yeah. it. Y'all did y'all thing, man. Yes, Thank
5: you. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, look, if, y'all, if y'all know John Gilmore, tell him Marco said what's up. That was Who is Gilmore? Gilmore. He's a- oh, Gilmore? John yeah, Gilmore. He's a police
1: officer. Yeah. Yeah. i am talking. Yeah.
2: John,
5: John. Right. Yeah,
1: John. yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah. him Yeah. Tell Jeff Golis how up too. Hey. Oh
0: yeah, we work. Oh. Hey Zoom. I of it. Yeah. I play football with
1: Jeff. Okay. okay. Nah, no, those those two right there.
5: Yeah, but I I also know two police officers that work. The one that works in Annapolis, the uh. Black police officers Which is the big muscle joint And the one that works at North County as the in-school police officers Both of them are black got
1: you, And the got one you. that
5: works at North County Knows my family from Southern Anne Arundel County So he has we got family ties
1: got So when
5: he say he's like What you doing here man
1: See and that's what I want See as an activist who does real work In real life A lot of the stuff we do We need the police officers Dude. Help
5: people take the wrong stuff. way because even my brother, my brother was an excellent police officer. Yeah, I was saying, police officer, community, my community. uncle. Yeah, community, knew him. everybody was loving on him. He could fix and resolve issues without people going to jail because he would be the mediator between the problem and the solution. So, all right, he got your necklace, you want your necklace back, he wants $20 to get the necklace, give it back to you. Can you get $20? And then we call it even. Yeah, that's fine. You get make a back. That's worth 400. He get 20 bucks to go get something to eat a drink or whatever, and you eat it. But nobody wants a jig Right. I remember Tony White being in McDonald's, and Tony pulled his money out to sit on the counter, and crack vials came out with the junk See. And my brother told him, look, my little brother with me right now, but I expect you to clean your act up. And if I see that again. I'm Not to lock you up Yes So this is your warning I'm trying to help you out Alright man I got you I got you Peyton man I got you man I ain't gonna I, I ain't gonna do Nothing dirty like that man I'm good But from that day forward I had nothing Yeah Small enough yeah. to pass The next week The next time He came down I in He said little Peyton he know My name Right
1: right right He said
5: Peyton I'm like waiting This line 100 bucks. I need this. This this. You order what you want. Bring the food. And my food out to the car. We good. No, All right. ain't
1: no problem.
5: Yeah. I need a number one, two, or three.
0: <laughs>
5: All oyster. Uh, I need a caramel sundae with extra food, extra caramel, and extra nuts. Yeah. Um, and then whatever he just said he
1: needs. And see, bro, that's. And he gave me 20 bucks. After he got my, my grandfather, my grandfather was about to be announced the first. African-American chief of police in Annapolis. Wow. And he caught cancer and died in 97. Wow. Remind me to show you pictures later on this week. Yeah, yeah. Wow. They literally about denouncing the first chief of police. But see, we don't understand. He he time. arrested 15 drug dealers. You don't know how? Huh. He went to the head drug dealer who knew him because he let him go. Found him. Pulled him over, he had pounds of coke. Grandfather let him, go. said, listen, you black, I know you're trying to feed your family because your mother just died, because he had like five, got six siblings, said, you know. He was like, look, do what you got to do. Don't get caught no more. If you get caught again, I can't help you. Um. And so the, so the guy came to my grandfather and said, look, this is my last week doing this. But I'm going to let you know some people who don't care about the community or care about feeding their family that's doing harm. These are the same names. It's the same boot, 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 boot. You do But that's helping
5: in the community, out, And I
1: think a lot of people misunderstand
5: snitching from, from building the community. My point. You can't have it both ways. My point. You can't say stop snitching and we want to build a community. Up. Right. So how are you building that up without somebody coming and, out and coming and, and,
1: and that's. Because people live by this fake street code. Yeah, it's it's not a real code. It's not a real code because as soon as one of the niggas, soon as a group of y'all niggas get get caught, all of a sudden niggas is snitching.
5: No, as soon as they as soon as they hit your cousin, you snitching. Yeah, it ain't even a group. As soon as they hit your cousin.
4: Yeah. she's scared, uh-huh. she's scared. It's cool yeah we we just on a commercial break right now, huh i'm on I'm on a commercial break
5: right
4: now I'm around away, don't worry about it,
5: and they can't do it from the outside. they're trying to do it from the inside, but the outside looking in doesn't know for being in. Who they are. Just like you. Those two right there I got guys you I got you. I, got you. I know i got working with them but, So
1: I don't have no questions about either one of them I'm going to tell you how, how, how cool they is So if Mike is a corporal McGregor's about to be like Up there, up there And, and also Jamie Is corporal Mike's partner
4: She got substance
1: So, oh nigga Like I said, yo she. If you actually have a dialogue with her Jane. Shorty, oh, yeah, I was yeah on okay, 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 Shorty on right. substance, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She seemed very down to earth,
5: very approachable, knowledgeable too, from her yeah. perspective. From yeah, her, her, perspective. her perspective. Yeah, yeah. Right. but she's not lost who she is to be who she is. Has to clock in. She came. Yeah. She came to the new
1: church. Okay. Okay. You know, we renovate the okay. new okay. Okay. She came up there just to highlight <laughs> So I was talking to her, or whatever. Her and uh, Officer Shelby, guy, you know, young man, or whatever, it came from. Down DC, yeah, down DC. Yeah, so she was like, she was like, yo, I got family members that that smoke weed in front of me. You think I am gonna tell? I am a lock them up because they smoke? She said, when I walked the community, I had to walk the community with me one time. We was down Pioneer Drive, Still Meadows, you mm-hmm. know that? We walked the community, bro. Niggas was talking in front. She was like, I don't care. See, I am not down here for that. I am down here to let y'all know I am human too. Like, I'm not here to do stupid arrest or stuff. Yeah, like we
4: ain't have a whole lot of time because I was going to break it down to it. Like, I grew up down there. Like, not, not I wasn't going to be on her, Like, where was y'all at? Like, right. from when I grew up. But what y'all doing now, big difference than what I saw growing up. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I mean, when I grew up, it was
5: primarily white police officers. And she's in her 20s. Cause
4: She,
1: you know. Yeah. Well, Couple Mike, he's with the National Guard. Yeah, so yeah, they had a, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This nigga sent me a video. He was down at the Black Lives Matter joint in DC. He said, "Nigga, they had them. They had them put on the ride gear and all that. He was the only, He got written up for this. He was the only one. Him and like two other black dudes had took all their ride gear off and just had their t-shirt on and they fatigued and was like and was standing like this with the protesters on the other side looking at the national guard like." Why am I going to tear gas them and all this stuff when they're not doing nothing? They got permits. Well, people don't realize the niggas in DC that was in front of the Capitol Hill, They the permits and all that to do that. To be able to do that, yeah. They got the legal process to do that. So, in actuality,
5: what y'all did was create lawsuits for your department and your customers. Thank you! Because there's one dude I follow on YouTube. This dude is so legally smart with it. The minute they lock him up, Next thing he posts behind that is how much money he got from the lawsuit from falsely locking him up. Yes. Because most states don't have uh stop and ID law and or ordinance in place. Maryland is not a stop and ID type of state. Yes. yes. You can't stop me and actually my ID. Mm-hmm. for no apparent reason whatsoever. But if people don't know
1: that, oh, yeah, here, here, here you go. No, for what? Why am I giving me my ID? Bro, I got, when I used to box, I used to box this officer named Chad Whiteboard. But he cooled up. Punish him too. I beat to the brakes off this nigga. Right? You
5: had an angry aggression towards him? Yeah, them. I was beating the not underlying movement. aggression that you didn't even know you had
1: at the time. Yeah. So, but one time I got pulled over, and they gave me, I, said, I hit him up like, yo, I just got pulled over, the nigga. They tried to say I was speeding. I just, I just passed the West County Police Department right there on, uh, 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 heading towards, uh. Got gotcha. on
5: 170. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He was like, who was the officer's name? Told him the name, gave him the witch He met me at the gym. He gave me the witch He said, don't worry about it. Called oh. the, called his uh, superior. I need you to go ahead and he was like, okay, cool.
5: Got it. Said, Thank you. <laughs> like, Right, because they know who racially profiles. And and I knew you, I, that's what you were trying to get at, but you couldn't. I didn't want to put got, them on. Because you, you can't yeah, get them out all the way. Yes. Because they are still trying to do their job on the inside to stop that. Yes. And see, the problem is when people see that the police also let something slide, think that person is part of the problem when they're actually building case. Yes. Sometimes you gotta let stuff slide for a month, maybe. And not something that's detrimental as going cause somebody to die. But you saw how he talked to a black person as opposed to how he talked to a white person. Yeah. That was our chef at work. I work when I had when we had the kitchen, this man would, white people would come in, he would go, Hey, how's it going today? What can I get for you? Black people come in, What you name? <laughs> am I missing something? Right. So I had some white co workers walking down with me, that was from IT. That was cool I know they're not on that level, so I joke out with them all the time. One dude he's in the boondocks like I am. I mean, yo, I love I love Raleigh on boondocks, right? That's his dude But in the same t- You got a right?
1: Two more weeks
5: Cool Works for me But uh We sitting there And He was like They walked up Hey how's it going guys How can I help you What can I get for you He called them by name When I walked up Hey what's your need I didn't get warm welcome Or nothing And so one day I went down there To ask him To eat something up For our Christmas party and he's like, well, I gotta ask corporate to see, see what they say. So I'm about to tell him my name because he never said my name to me. Mm-hmm. But he writes down my first and last name. So you know my name. He just refused to say my name. Mm-hmm. So he sends me back an email, corporate says he can't do it. So I see had they always invite me to everything they have food wise, like, yo, we got breakfast down here, come get a plate. All right, cool. When we got food up upstairs and it's left over, like, yo, we just had the food out, come get this joint. I tell them the same thing. The lady had a whole Pyrex pan of lasagna that was hot and bubbling. And I was like, Yo, how'd you put a whole lasagna in the microwave? Matter of fact, it was in a four pan. That's why I was baffled. I was like, yo, you put four in the microwave? She was like, Oh no. Uh do downstairs, uh, he did that for me. Brother, get
0: back up. Yeah,
5: go ahead. No, dude downstairs, he did that for me. So I was like, I'm not
1: gonna say, because he, he did up for her. Two other people came from another department. Yes. No, well, y'all get back to the show after that. After. All right. After <laughs> you ready? On <laughs> him. What do you want to talk about for the last battle?
4: Now I want to talk about the, relativi- the relativity Of what we already talked about In the first half Into today's society I was prior military I'm a medic they, had to, they have to enforce law I have to enforce Taking care of people Although I still have to abide by regulations Just as they do I'm also on a brighter scale of things right. As opposed to those who are more melanated than me So where's the battle Where's, a di- where's, where's the discipline behind what we're supposed to do As opposed to what we want to do
1: Let that be your rant one, three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back You already know who I is <laughs> It's your boy Randy Chu, aka May Mr. Chew on that, a.k.a. You get on my nerves. <laughs> Mr. Slap. Yo, say, auntie. Oh, all right. You got
4: a couple qualifiers. I got a couple qualifiers. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I let it go. You got a couple qualifiers. <laughs> That's why I let it go.
1: You said my you know, grandma,
4: up. my mother. We was going to be scrapping. And,
1: and I'm here with my co-host.
4: Hey, Christopher J., a.k.a. Mr. Essential himself, a.k.a. Mr. Uh, Mr. I'm Helm, a.k.a. Mr. <laughs>
1: A.K.A. Mr. Jersey. <laughs> wow. The Cavs is not here. Oh, the man. Is... The Cavs Oh, one. yeah, huh? yeah. A yeah, I ain't,
4: I ain't no battle rap fan. I'm sorry. Listen, I apologize. Look.
1: So this part of the show is the intellectual rant by the intellectual irritant, Christopher Chase. Take it over.
4: Hey, look. You said Jersey, bro. i like a guido. Is that what that is? Huh? Go ahead yeah. nah, I'm going I'm, to I'm I'm figure it out I'm going I'm to I'm tag him too I'm going to tag him too
1: okay. Alright look
4: Oh man So uh, Shout
1: out to Surf by the way man Who had them goons Investigating somebody Who was lying Talking like they was a billionaire uh, But they sent me the address And pictures of where you was at Shout out to Sue Surfing them man Who they is the Neighborhood
4: crap Who them oh, is
1: Battle Rappers Battle
4: rap surf They don't pay your bills Don't worry about it It's all over, bro. Look, (laughs) hey, look, I'm 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 gonna tell you this. Hey, for uh, Officer Jamie and Officer Mike, shout out to anything and everything that y'all do. Uh, Being proud military, um, I'm off for what we had to do in regards to uniform services. I appreciate y'all for what y'all do. I appreciate y'all for what you're doing. I appreciate you for what you're gonna do tomorrow. Um. And I say that as a fellow black man. Uh, And for those who are just visually watching, yes, I am of the brighter scale of things. I understand that. I don't get to choose what my predecessors divulge in, okay? All right, me personally, I'm not a fan of Caucasian women. That's just my personal preference. It's just, uh, I'm sorry, personal preference, not me personally, because there's no other me personally. My personal preference is preference, not prejudice, okay? There we go. Um, My my father made his choices, and therefore made me, but I'm the greatest blessing that y'all can have right now, okay? I'm going to tell you all that. Um, In regards to uniform services, to be able to abide by regulations and protocols despite of oneself. Requires a certain level of discipline that most people do not have, let alone acquire over time. Talk to him. Stop grabbing my, you grab my t-shirt, get off my scrubs. (laughs) Shite, okay, shite. Most of y'all do not have discipline. And unfortunately, the reason behind that Is because you feel as though Discipline that is given to you Is of a rebellion Of a force against you But what I need you to understand Is that growth feels the exact same way Now, if you were to flow with growth To flow is to know Right? To oppose it is to be the opposite of being composed of what you're supposed to be. I want you to go ahead and break that stuff down, lady. The opposition of growth is what's going to hurt. Growth itself does actually does not hurt, because growth is what's supposed to happen. We are creatures of adaptation. So when you have someone that is going to apply some form of pressure to mold you into something you're supposed to be, you need to go ahead and take heed to that reason why I say that is because, unfortunately, a lot of today's society or societal force is driving away the nuclear family. Mm. As in, no mother, no father. Matter of fact, let's take the father out and let's go ahead and make the mother dependent on this government, which was never designed for us. So, therefore, she pushes away... Our paternal, which is the the, the the counterpart of maternal, which is mother, so paternal is father. For those who don't know, I'm not big on entomology, stuff like my, my, my man's is. To take away the father figure and to just have the maternal figure, we're going to make her reliant on the government, thus forcing her vote to us and everything that we want her to do. So as a man Whose decision of today should be for tomorrow Has to now be manipulated based on the government Who wants to take you out Mind you, I already said that Keep that in mind when you want to oppose Police or or those of in uniform Mind you, I was I was once in uniform. Officer Jamie, Officer Mike, who was on on the uh episode earlier. It's a little emotional for me because it's like I was once where you are now, and it's like they're in the neighborhoods where I actually grew up, whether they realize that or not. And I'm trying to figure out how they can help my people now Where I was once in a place where I couldn't help at all Because I was just a minority Still learning And even to this day I'm still learning point I'm getting at As someone of a young generation I'm seeking the growth that y'all run from Mm. Mm. Why? Because I grew up under the oppression that you run from. So if I want to grow from the thing that I run from, I need to seek the pressure so I can learn it. And once I learn it, I can properly learn how to oppose it or even destroy it. To be a criminal is to understand a criminal. Mm. To defeat a criminal is to understand a criminal. You One of y'all favorite rappers who y'all follow under societal-driven stigmas, Nipsey Hussle, is Chestnut Checkers, right? Isn't that what he said? Mm. There's a reason for that. Learn it. But that's going to require you to use your brain. And set aside your feelings, which is something that you don't even want to acknowledge.
0: Mm.
4: You're not happy with where you are. Then use your brain to identify where you are so you can get out of where you are. Even if it's from a socioeconomic standpoint. I'm a white-skinned multiracial individual who is not content the acts that are proven towards my brothers of a darker skin or a more melanated pigmentation of myself Mm. those are the thoughts of my brain so a man thinketh so is he Mm. therefore that is a part of me and if I don't like it, I'm going to show you that I don't like it by doing what is necessary to make the changes. I don't care about who killed Pookie from the 171300 1300 block of East and West. I don't care about none of that. How can I find the source? I don't care about the band-aid of the wound. I want to find who hurt you and identify the wound as a source even if it means going back generations.
1: Mm. You know, I will say this. The so-called African-American in the so-called United States of America that classifies itself as a so-called nation because it's actually a corporation, but that's a whole nother topic for a whole other show. I'm not ready for that. Um. It got incorporated in the state of Delaware, by the way. Um, Message. (laughs) um, I will say this. That we have always knew how to turn crap into gold. And what I mean by that is we know how to even in this oppression, we still rise to the top of influence why not rise to the top of influence in our police departments there you go. just just take a moment and think about that you got entertainment down pat. Down pat. we got sports, sports down pat.
4: we are conquering you don't even realize it
1: and we taking, taking over political shout out to Shanika Hansen shout out to delicate Mike Rogers shout out to yeah. delicate Sandy Bartley shout out to the grandfather of activism in the whole state of Maryland, Call Snowden. Oh. I mean, we the, shout out to Judge Vicky. I mean, we 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 place people in power. Don't get it twisted. We got people in power, but what we need is more black officers. And I'm not talking about these coon officers. Who capitulate to the system I'm talking about people with real hearts That have real life That deal with real problems And know how to stop real stuff Shout out to Officer Shelby Shout out to Officer Jamie Shout out to Corporal Mike Just because they have a badge on Doesn't mean that they my enemy No, 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 no The KKK member that has the badge on Is my enemy (laughs) <laughs> yeah, shout out to John Gilman. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to TJ, even though he didn't move to a whole different, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Left Arizona County hanging, but you know what I mean? Shout out to them and them. You know what I mean? Listen, we have to, one thing I've learned With doing activism work since 2007 is this. I'm sorry, 2005. Is this? Is that The more you talk about the problem, and the less you highlight a solution, the more you're fixated on the problem, and then you start to become the problem. Bingo. Because complaining is a problem.
4: Yes.
1: Because complaining is the words of excuses. Excuse is an attitude. It's not a word. It's not a statement. It's an attitude. Excuses, as my big brother says, build monuments of nothing. "Quote unquote," Marco Easton. Listen, my father says this, and he's a he's a he's a pastor, and he says this. He says excuses and complaining is the language of slothfulness and disobedience. I agree. Oh my god let me, let, Can I say that again From the most honorable <laughs> apostle Antonio
4: Oh my god
1: Oh lord <laughs> Excuses and complaining Is the language And the breeding ground To disobedience And slowfulness What's the point of saying Let's take it even personal how can I say black lives matter if I'm quick to shoot another nigga? And the words of QP, another oh, battle rapper. I knew, I knew,
4: I knew, I knew,
1: I knew. I don't scream Black Lives Matter because I take one. How can we say Black Lives Matter? And and listen, this is not a this is not a simp black on black first of all. The black-on-black black crime that they perpetrate in the media Is actually lower Than white-on-white white crime it's Let's just way, deal with it's that
5: way lower than white on everybody
1: crime. Yeah, and, and it's way lower than white-on-everybody crime Because since they left the mountains <laughs> History has been rewritten Let's just say that But What I am saying is this Why can't What is the prob, what is the problem With holding the community accountable As well as these politicians Police and the government if I can speak truth to power, if I can be under FBI investigation, why can I go to my community and clean it up?
5: And
1: we and, talking and, and by the way, you've been programmed and trained to fight against one another, in the project quote unquote Project. You are a lab rat living in a project being experimented on. By the way So you think you gangster and you tough When you kill another nigga you don't even own where you live. But you don't even own Where you live at This your block How? Where? Huh?
4: And that goes to go with what I say
1: We got But hold up Cause I'm talking from a nigga who grew up that way And that's understandable Oh, Rob, you can 1,300, 1,400 Robinwood block all day long. Rob Crew Love, I'm one of the original Crew Love members. Nigga, I was there when it was created. That was my block. That's what I grew up saying. I didn't own nothing. My parents didn't even live in Robinwood. I left my mother and father house to go move down Robinwood. I'm just saying. If we're gonna really because what's gonna happen if we separate and become our own nation, what's gonna happen? We're gonna carry the same trash we're doing here to our own nation, our own civil war, our own civil war over what
4: giving giving them what they want come on, man, that's all you're doing come on that's man. how you doing you want you want to fight between left and right day and night, you know what I'm saying like I never really. Forgive me for being on the uh, Brighter side of things For not totally understanding uh, 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 the, the, the gang wars Or something to boast Whether you repping the East or even the west coast
1: And I'm going to say this The west coast First of all I'm sorry to cut no, you off No 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 I'm, no, no. This, no, ed- educate. I'm all about education Chicago the black on black crime that's being reported by the media Is false Less, actually 35% of the black on black crimes that they that they're reporting are actually white folks in black disguises and they locked up for and they're being locked up for well, that's one and then 25% of that on top of that is undercover police officers inciting that type of violence then the rest of it is just stupidity so less than 50% of it is actually niggas killing niggas and then on top of that, the West Coast have entire gang leadership coming together to squash beefs.
4: And in that regard, I'm going to say this. One thing I have learned, I was born in 1990. Mm. So whether you want to look at it from on the East Coast, what is it, 50 Cent running right the East Coast and, and the gang, or matter of fact, I'm sorry, even Lil Wayne on on the country side uh, Running things from a blood perspective And on the LA side On the west coast The game Running things on a blood perspective From what I've learned Between the bloods and the crips Right It's is, is, is,
2: is, is the,
4: is the reds and the blues Right My thing is this We've got more brothers of the same color Complexion and community Killing each other because Hey what happened to the little homie That uh, uh, killed little Pookie off a 1700 block. Y'all put more energy into killing him or whoever killed him
1: Mm.
4: rather than killing Mm. the boys in blue. Yet you're blood.
1: And let me say this to... to Are you hearing me? Yeah. Let me say this to the local communities. Stop letting these out-of-city, out-of-county niggas come in here and commit crimes in your neighborhood making your block hot when you ain't the ones doing it. Stop letting these Baltimore cats and these D.C. cats come down to Pioneer Drive, Still Meadows and Mead Village committing crimes and they going back home while you got to deal with the repercussions. If that's really your block, take it over. Protect it. That's what I'm saying. And all the heavy hitters and all three neighborhoods I just named know me. That's all I'm saying. They know me.
4: I grew up in Stone Meadows. I know what he's talking about. We done
1: already mentored the next generation. Yo, I was upset when I found out a Baltimore cat shot my little, the lord homie I used to mentor. I ain't going to say no names since we on air right now. But I'm upset. This is what I'm saying. How can we talk about trying to fix the community? But when we have leadership in place To actually try to fix the community You fight against it And the older generation Gotta chill out Stop looking at the youngers like they just Wilding and all that stuff Y'all was the example Don't right. y'all teach that, lead, that everything right. falls on the leadership Y'all was supposed to lead the community What happened What happened was the government gave you Some cheese mm-hmm. And some crackers mm-hmm. And a little bit of money in your, in your bank account and you stop fighting for our liberation That's what happened You got comfortable And we had to find our own way again To resurrect some life Into the situation Now we can't even hang out outside Without y'all calling police Trying to say we committed a crime And all we doing is trying to de-stress From being black in America And then when black police officers Come to the scene They see us chilling They're like they ain't doing nothing but then they getting calls again and again to come to the same spot. No, nah, you chill out because you're scared. Who made you scared? Who told you to be afraid? That's what I'm saying.
4: Aren't you scared of death, me, bro? Don't
1: say, Don't say that everything falls on leadership and then the not of fact that the reason why these generations after you are the way they are is because you failed in leadership. You I gave see- up the fight. Yes, you you allow welfare checks with an EBT take your integrity away from it. To you.
4: outdo you and outdo me.
1: That is crazy. That's all I'm saying. Y'all talk oh these youngins is wildin'. And these youngers are having babies young. Wait a minute, if I recall It was a rack of y'all
4: that was teenage mothers I always With say What about the,
1: 9, 10 to 12 kids
4: I always say this And this is the help of my mans right here This is the help of my mans right here Because he always breaks down the entomology and stuff
1: don't,
4: don't give me No, 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 hold on, hold on I'm just, ahead, This is ahead. simple, this is from the outside This is outside perspective Okay. Right, because to, to break down entomology Or something, that's going to require them to read a book Right Yeah, we're gonna start with baby steps, right? Okay. Certain things require you to accept accountability, Mm. right? In order for while you're pointing fingers at someone else's responsibility, Mm. but A comes before R in the dictionary, so you're gonna have to read the book (laughs) in order to have that. So you want to go ahead and point at someone else's accountability? You You got to read read the the first page. And let
1: me say this. (laughs) If you are constantly talking or fueling or arguing or having a discussion about another person's failures without acknowledging your own.
4: Break it down. I'm waiting you forward. need
1: to go to your nearest Walmart. Pass the clothing, boys, girls, babies. Yeah, I was Men's say, and women. Go past electronics. Make a left of sporting goods. Yeah, yeah, because it's right, it's right past
4: the home and office.
1: It's, it's right, there. right there. Yeah, yeah. No, no make, notebooks. make a left sporting goods. Buy you a Mossberg. Shoot yourself.
4: 500 because they don't got because the 590 no more.
1: I'm saying that because we have a lot of people who puts a lot of quotes up. Says a lot of powerful, well, what seems to be powerful statements. But the moment you challenge them with what they said, it becomes an argument. Have you ever noticed, fellas, fellas, talk to me. Have you ever noticed when you bring up a problem with your chick, it's always a deflection about what you did and not actually what was brought up? That is the same way that leadership looks at this generation. Yes. <laughs> that's is this. listen. The the poor leadership looks at this that's what poor leadership. Not all leadership. Some but not. <laughs> Some but not leadership. Some but not all. You know, and I'm not talking about being perfect, but I am talking <clears throat> about being accountable yourself. I can deal with someone who is a self-evaluated, self-reflector, and tries their best to build themselves up to do better. What I can't deal with is someone saying, this person is a scum, but you a scum. I can't deal with you. Listen. First of all, let me say this. If you are over 300
4: pounds,
1: stop, stop. You have no problem complaining about nothing in life.
4: No, I'm done. Listen. Anyway,
1: we're going to take a quick break when we come back. We're going to have some more talk, uh, discussion and we're going to close off the show. I'm very honored to have the special guest that we had on the show. Christopher J. came with the intellectual rant. We'll be right back after this quick
0: 2.2. <sighs>
4: yeah. I I, I'm not going to lie. That's probably the most controversial one I've ever had. Because it's like... I want to ask... The, I, I, I'm, it, it, it wasn't as fulfilling to ask the question you present. Hey. But no, he, he asked it in a different way
5: when he asked his first time. He question.
4: did. He did, but he did. But it's just like... It, it, So I was like, "Oh, I'm in Scrubs," but
1: ladies I'm and
4: gentlemen,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy. I'm back at it like a crack at it. What? It's your boy Randy Chu. <laughs> <laughs> It's Your boy Randy Chew, aka Mister Chew on that, aka. <laughs> Mr. Essential, aka Mr.
4: Did you just ra- take my name?
1: Oh no!
4: We, we oh wait a minute. Are we a- a- are
1: a- we, are we <laughs> oh
4: we finna <laughs> have a diss track know. on the radio show. No, I'm just nah, no no Nah, nah, Don't run now. Nah. Don't run. Mr. Aka okay.
1: oh. <laughs> Mr. Christopher <laughs> J. Aka a- 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 m- K- J- Mr. Barbara. Aka Mr. Medic, Aka Mr.
4: AKA, I'm about to deliver the last Ball. blow. AKA, as if y'all didn't know this was my show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, oh. Bars. <laughs> no, nah, listen. It's your boy Randy I'm here with my co host, Christopher J.
4: AKA, Mr. I don't he oh, Hey, look, Mr. AKA, if you need me to resuscitate you, I can lay hands on you in the name of I'm Him. In okay? the name
1: of I'm <laughs> I can read to my baby oh, I know what
4: you're thinking.
1: And it's alright. And it's alright. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Oh, okay. Listen. No, no, no. You know, we got to the show on the goofy note. Yeah, we After have to. The show. You know what I mean? So, uh,. Yeah man, I'm sorry that we've been uh gone for 2 weeks, 3 weeks almost. Yeah, I've been a lot. But let me let me say this. It's it's difficult to try to build a show when you do real work in real life and you don't just talk on the internet. So blame me. Because while y'all listening to the podcast I'm out here trying to change Policies and laws and procedures So y'all won't get killed while being black I Or you won't be evicted while being black Shout out to Shanique Delegate Shanika Hansen Because Dang. we're doing the eviction uh, Free Maryland event July 25th at 1pm um, Like I said we do real work In real life 90 seconds. Shoot yourself. <laughs>
4: he was talking. He was talking to the uh, not y'all. Not. <laughs> I, I can't <couldn't> help you. <laughs> Come on, man. Speak up.
1: <laughs> I want to say for everybody who's 300 pounds. Stop.
4: Leave them alone.
1: Cause they got votes too. Stop. If you didn't lose at least four or five pounds during quarantine,
4: majority of y'all probably gained gained pounds, and that's okay. What we trying to tell you is
1: need to read a book I can't about, put in a- about how horrible The rest of this year Is going to be it's, it's been 96 degrees outside If you over 300 pounds I know goodness sure You should not have even walked outside To check your mailbox
4: I tell you what if you want to lose some form of weight, put yourself in a caloric deficit. If you don't know what that is, Google it. And if you need help with some form of exercise, or physical exercise, go well, check out my girl, Ronika Moore. All right? She does uh, uh, Zumba-type
1: classes out in Annapolis. Annapolis. Annapolis, Maryland. You do not try to exercise. The, you, you, you need to walk. Five to ten miles You're
4: supposed to be supporting Annapolis On man.
1: a treadmill
4: You're supposed to be supporting
1: Annapolis Before you pass out on the big pun side of the game
4: They probably don't got a, a Treadmill's weather yet Go ahead y'all. I'm trying to help you out man If you sweat Tell me to do high to knees To the time man. you <laughs>
1: lock your front door To the time you unlock your car there's no hope for you to lose weight
4: For all of y'all listening to this Tell him to post a picture of his gut On the next episode I got a
1: dad gut and I bet you I'll punish Anybody who try to fight
4: I got $100 on whoever wanna challenge it Cash app. My
1: Instagram UnofficialMD I promise you it be their last fight I promise you it'll be their last fight I'll, I'll give you your gloves Niggas you see fighting on TV couldn't touch me. Facts. I'm videotaping the jump. I know Mighty Mouse. All I gotta do is call him and we can hash And you. I know Mickey Mouse. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. We gonna get this right. M i c k e y M o u s e. Christopher J. What would you say to somebody? Who is over 300 pounds And they are depressed (laughs) What would you say if you went on Instagram And you saw the chick Trying to Take a sexy pose picture And she was 300 pounds With lingerie on
4: that if you look in the mirror, just like you, someone's going to find you attractive. And if you want to change Stop that, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Because I'll choke you in, your dreads out. Stop playing with me. You can box, but I can wrestle.
1: Well, I can wrestle too. All right, that's cool. I can wrestle. You ain't my Uncle Reggie. My father. You, you might be a more formidable component. in the top 10. <laughs> hey. My my father was ra- and my uncle was and ranked fine. top ten in the whole state of Virginia. All right, my last name is yeah. yeah, way different than Maryland. Yeah, and my
4: last and my last name is Easton. That says enough. We top 10,
1: bro. I don't, but give, I know I don't e- care. I know Easton's stronger than you though. Huh? I know a Easton that's stronger than but you. But you
4: don't know Christopher J.
1: You just got
4: me on your show.
1: I know the man that raised you.
4: I I wouldn't recommend him neither because I body him too. That's
1: why I got a record now. No, not him. I didn't say the man. I'm not talking about your sperm donor. I said the man that raised you. Man, this show got really personal real quick. There
4: you
0: go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Get that, nigga. Talk to
4: him. Alright, get off my shoulder and watch my back pocket Because if All you right. know the person I no,
1: racers Seriously though If someone was seriously Over 300 30, pounds say,
4: The yo? thing is this If you really wanted to If you want to lose weight If you truly wanted to uh-huh. What you, you want, you want, want. is going to be shown by your actions If you really want
1: They was on a new diet What,
4: what new do you do you diet?
1: Slim slow Stop, stop, <laughs> no, look Okay
4: majority of the physical is the lack of the mental and if you need to Are you
1: saying that fat people lack mental fortitude?
4: No, no, for real. Cuz so the body I'm is asking, No, uh, yeah, 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 no because the body is going to do what the mind tells it to. And if you don't have the mental fortitude to tell your body to get it in gear, you're not going
1: to So they're fat mentally before they're fat physically.
4: Uh, all jokes aside, yes. Yes. Wow. You're you're weak. Mentally, before you're weak physically.
1: Oh, mental fortitude should be this next show's topic.
4: Sounds like a plan to me. Okay. See what happens when you stop playing with all these chunky folk. I don't want to call it, I ain't want to call you a fat, cause that's a derogatory oh, term. Oh, yes, right. Okay, go ahead. What I'm saying is this: when you want something, you go get it.
1: And I want you when, to ask me
4: Are you gonna let me know when you're tired of being fat so I can help you not be fat?
1: Go ahead.
4: That's the I question I asked you.
1: No, no, you gotta finish what you were saying though.
4: Oh, all right. Look, I've got I've got I've got plenty of folk. Uh he did a what? He started with a books and business. Well, I've got straight business for black women. How about that? Mm. Um I've got my home girl. Ronika Moore. Uh, she works for a running shoe company. She's big. She's big on fat loss and utilizing uh, cardiovascular exercise to help you lose weight. So if you want to hit her up, her Instagram is Miss Me M I S S M E underscore M O O R E. So that's Miss underscore Miss Me underscore Moore. Hit her up, follow her, and you can find out when her classes are on Saturdays. in Annapolis, Maryland, aren't you? Aren't you from Annapolis?
1: From that city where it's greteer. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Annapolis, Maryland. You want to go ahead and drop some calories, okay, and lose some of me. Yeah, that, that's where it is, right there. That there, there's her. Um, and if you want to have a meal prep plan, my homegirl Taylor who, mind you, not just off of the show, she's actually done lost a massive amount of weight, okay? Follow her on Instagram at Taylor Chanel. T-A-Y-L-O-R-C-H-A-N-E-L-L-E. Taylor Chanel. Please, please. Taylor Chanel. Follow her if you want to get your meal prep plans. I follow her. I actually involve myself in her meal prep plans.
1: Okay, tell everyone where they can follow you.
4: Me? Me personally?
1: Yes. I did it on purpose because there's no other me personally.
4: Unofficial MD. I'm not, I'm not a real MD, so I'm unofficial MD. Uh, follow
1: me at Mr. Randy Chu and follow True Radio on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. He's in his feelings. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to end the show. And I just want to say this. If you're under 300 pounds and you got offended, please don't. Realize that the reason why you are 300 pounds Is because of the personal choices You have made in your life And we have Personally made the choice To clown you
4: No 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 Mind you We're he chose the, the word No Ladies he said we and not, No
1: we not me No
4: he's talking about him You piece of
1: shit <laughs> <laughs> Yo
0: Yeah <laughs> That's a lot
5: of pressure. That's like when I went to check my nephew the other day. I flexed on I was like, yo, you don't really want this